Welcome to a bonus edition of Friars on the Farm podcast. I'm Donovan, and in front of me is Roy. I am incredibly jealous of you for what you got to do last week. Jellio, are you? I, uh, okay, so I, I went to the Kelly League All-Star game. Um, in kind of a random random follow, uh, Steve Peel, he's the assistant general manager of of the uh, Civics, uh, Inland Empire and 66ers. That is the high A club of Mike Trout. And so they're the ones that hosted um, the All-Star game. <laughs> Yes, I meant of the A's, but yes, I, that was really... It's really Mike Trout. It it's like really they should Trout. rename the team to Mike Trout, Trout and the Los Angeles Trout. A's, like a like a rock band or something, like um, Huey Lewis in the news. He follows Friars in the Farm and he listens to the podcast. Does he really? God, we need to. I, I, that we is gotta, very flattering. It's very flattering. It makes me and thank God I don't think about it when we do this because I was like, okay, God, just be entertaining, be kind of funny. I don't know, just do what we do. He's. He follows us, and so I was off this last Tuesday. We, we can't start thinking about who listens to us because then right. we're going to start thinking about the things we say. Exactly. Because no, I, I just get here and as I much, just talk like it's just you and me and there's nobody out there. As much as you guys wish, <laughs> I would just not talk and let Roy do all the talking. Um, no, no. Um, so he, so I had to work early. Like It was going to be a half day at work, and I'm like, Tuesday, I can go up there. Liddy's out of town. I, I dropped off Liddy that morning at 5 a.m. at the airport. I went to work. I was there for about four hours. Um, I um, I hooked up with Kevin Charity from Mad Friars um, and went on their dime. It was kind of cool. Um, so you mean that you got a you got a credential? I, well, I, I, so I messaged Steve, and I'm sorry, I got way ahead of myself. So that Friday, Friday before the week, um, I messaged Steve. Hey, I have Tuesday available. Can I come up to the pod? Uh, come up to the game? He's like, Yeah, email this guy. Their broadcaster is also the media guy, and he's uh, Steve as well. And it's funny, it was real quick. We're in the hospitality suite, and I'm like, hey, Steve in his office? He's like, I'm Steve. Hi, Donovan Jones, Friars in the Farm. And he kind of goes, hey. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> Wrong Steve. I didn't realize that until till he comes up and talks to me. I'm like, I don't think that was the right Steve. Um, so he said, yeah, email Steve, and we'll hook you up. And... Sure enough, like I emailed Steve, and within the hours, like you're set, come on up. Um, we got up there super early. Um, poor Kevin Charity, he's uh, he, you know, from a guy that's from El Cajon, and uh, he gets rattled easily. He like so with the part of where this stadium is, it, it's a little industrial. Okay, and he's like, man, this place is the hood. I'm like, dude, there's just, it's just a warehouse. It's just a warehouse over there. Um, we went and got something to eat. Well, maybe because he's from El Cajon, his spidey senses kicked up. I guess so. Maybe there was something he but was it, picking up that you, you weren't, that missed you. He was, you know, he's like, ah, this place is kind of seedy. I'm like, dude, this is not, but whatever. Um, so we ended up showing up and, you know, we went there and got our passes and the, the great, it was a great time. Uh, you know, I, I tweeted out the day after, I can't thank Steve enough. He was so cool. It would maybe kind of feel uncomfortable, how like attentive he was. So like, we got our passes. We went up to the you know the room, kind of sat around, kind of just get the feel. You know, the bunch of other people around. Um, Baseball America had their own suite. Um, wow. Another, I think it was another media group had their own suite. Um, and uh, well, this is kind of the California League's chance to show off for it, a lot of people. It, it including was including the media and their hospitality suite, which I think would be their normal, um, like press suite was huge was huge had a couple 
couches, got a couple love seats, a couple end tables, had a big table set in the back up with some chow. How was the spread? The spread was not bad. It was hot dogs and uh, sauerkraut Okay. with uh, grab-and-go bags of Lay's chips and all the sodas you can drink and all the waters you can drink. Was it RC Cola? No, it was Diet Pepsi. Because <laughs> that get the... I know. Well, is it, is it RC or is it right that they have at uh, at at Lake Elsinore? It's RC Cola. RC Cola. Oh, and Diet Right. And they have Diet Right. Yeah, yeah which is weird. Like, wow, I just stepped back into 1987. Um. So, like, so we hang out for a little bit, and then I kind of kind of have Kevin with me, and we kind of do a lot of things together through this whole thing. And I'm like. He walks slow, and you know me. I mean, you guys, listen, listen to the way I talk. Everywhere I go is like, we need to get there now. So I'm like, pew, and he'll be walking way behind me. And so I saw Mackenzie down there throwing a bullpen, so I went down there and took pictures. And um, that's when I was thinking, maybe he'll pitch, maybe he'll pitch, maybe he'll pitch. No, he didn't pitch. He didn't pitch. You know, and even Kevin's like, no, they tweeted out earlier this week that like he's just going to show up and be there for the festivities or whatever. So I took some pictures of Mac and some a little bit of video. Um, and then I found Steve. Steve's like, hey, how's it going? Hey, Steve, how's it going? He's like, you guys need anything? You guys good? Sat and chatted for a while. I was like, God, thank you guys so, thank you guys so much for showing up. And I'm like, oh, golly, gee. <laughs> like, it's just little old me. Dude, dude I, I was, it was huge. It was huge how... Um, attentive he was and just like yeah so we started chatting we're talking about attendance um they do really well in attendance uh and obviously when trout did rehab there i think last season he's like the place you just couldn't stand and chatted for a while and then we and kevin went about our business um later on we're walking around ran to see the hey you guys need anything <laughs> and i'm like not dude, we're good. We're like, we're good. He's popping out of every corner. Pretty much. His head's popping up out of the trash can. <laughs> dude, you guys good? You guys good? You guys good? Um, it's like a cartoon character. It's so cool. Uh, and, but one of the weird things, so, and, and but we're there to interview guys. Like Kevin's there to interview guys there. I'm there to interview guys. Did Kevin have like a set agenda? He, well, he had, he wanted to talk to guys. He's okay. like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to talk to every one of our storm players. That's my thing. Okay. Um, and it's the All Star Game, so there's a lot going on. They are sequestered in their in their. Um, you know, I didn't after Mac threw his bullpen. Like I took my pictures and left. I wasn't going like, hey, you guys want to talk to me? Or you know, hey, Campy, you want to talk to me for a minute? You know, I didn't. They're even though they're not participable. He's part, you know, Camp's participating. Mac wasn't participating. I, I still wasn't going to go like, hey, let's go talk. You know, I didn't feel it was right. Okay, and I still want to let them do their stuff and me kind of keep my distance. Um. Maybe in the future I'll have that communication or have the confidence to do that. Well, I think the more you're around it, the more you realize kind of what their patterns are, what their habits are, and when they have that spare five minutes. Right. And uh, so they went back in, and Campy was – so later on, like, Campy was sitting in the dugout, and uh, I said, all right, I'm going to go talk to him. And, you know, Kevin came over with me, and I'm like, hey – Kevin Sutton, Donovan Jones, Friars on the Farm, Kevin from Mad Friars. Were you wearing your Friars on the Farm too? Uh, hell yeah, I was. Nice. He's like, hey man, what's up? I'm like, you mind if you talk to us a few minutes? Yeah, no problem. So I grabbed a chair. One of the chairs had a little water on it and I just went to wipe it off. He's like, no, 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 no. Let me grab that chair. I'm like, no, dude, let me, I'm going to sit in the wet chair. <laughs> He's like, no, I got it. And so I'm like, okay, that's cool. Um, so he sat in the, it was damp by this time, but you know, sat down and we had a little talk. Um, he was super cool. I had some fun questions. 
um, some of the questions that we had for him uh, in the offseason that we were going to do for him uh, that we ended up doing for whatever reason. Yeah, because we were ready to interview him. We were ready to go, and then something came up that day, and it wound up not happening. Right. We just didn't have the chance again. So, uh, you know, I had a bunch of fun questions other than like, hey, is that, how's it being an all-star? You know, you're hitting the ball real well. And then Kevin had a couple of questions, which I also got. Um, and it was did, little... did you ask him the in and out versus five guys? No, but I, well, I, my, the new question I have is um, if besides a cat or a dog, what pet would you have? Oh, okay. And you guys are going to hear the interview here in a minute. Um, but yeah, he had a really cool, interesting answer. And like, we're like, I, you know, I laugh because of my awkward laugh. Like, that's funny as hell. That's, <laughs> um, but he was really cool. And then so moving on to the game, the all-star game. So the, for, for the home run derby, which I didn't know they were going to have until I got there, um, they had, obviously they had a player hitting for the home run derby. And then they had like, they had that orange like fence around just past the infield. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, what is there going to be like a celebrity golf, a celebrity softball tournament or something like that or whatever, or the softball game or whatever. And they're like, no, no. I, I asked like Kevin's like that. He's like, I don't know. Maybe they're shagging balls. They had a uh, little leaguers have their home run derby. So oh. each, each player got positioned up with or paired up with a little leaguer. And then, so first we have little Billy, whatever his name is. And the bolt, you know, same setup, just threw him. Wow. And it was fun as hell. Imagine being that, what are you, like 10, 12 years old kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So being like a 12-year-old kid in front of 5,000 fans. Yeah. That's that's crazy. And I was very subdued, but I wanted to get into it so bad. And I did a little bit. So the kid, you know, one kid wasn't doing so well. Then he started getting into a groove. And then, like, this one kid hit one, and it was like, get up! Get up! Get, you know, I'm trying to be pro, but not... Yes, because you're a member of the media. Yeah, you're a credential. But dude, I'm trying to have fun. <laughs> I'm like, get up! Get out of here! Did any of the kids come close to the big league fence? No, no, they'll, they'll, no. Okay. No, these were like 10, 11-year-olds, and they hit it, you know, it was about maybe 10, 15 feet past the 90-foot base. It was about 100-something-odd feet. And, um, you know, they roped... A couple of those kids roped Oppo Taco several times, uh, but n- uh, one maybe got into shallow left field. Did you take any scouting reports? Do you just have some, uh, well, some notes to pass I, on to I, AJ, uh, I, no, AJ when Preller? I saw, when I saw Glazer, I'm like, you see anything in the batting uh, in the uh, home run derby? He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kid from San Dimas, man, he's got a sweet left-handed stroke. Right, right. I, and so that was really cool. And then obviously, you know, the, the big guys were hit, sitting up there raking and uh, that was really fun. And they, um, so when you won, you got a belt. You oh, know, yeah, you, the belt. You got a belt. Oh, that was, and yeah, I love that. I didn't take any pictures. I didn't do, I, I actually took a bunch of pictures, but I didn't, I haven't tweeted any of that stuff out. But the, you get a belt, and the kid got a belt, and the kid got a brand new A2000 glove. Like, he oh, got a sick glove. Nice. Like, That's like a, like a $300 glove. $300 glove. Yeah. The kid got. And uh, that was really cool. Very cool. And then they had, um, and I think in between there, like Steve comes, <laughs> Steve comes out of nowhere. You good? You need anything? Dude, he's from like the top of the <laughs> step. You guys all right? You guys need anything? You good? It was like a like a like a I don't know, like just it was freaking. It's awesome. like something out of an Adam Sandler movie. Totally. Um, 
And once again, you know, he's like, hey, thank you, so thank you guys so much for showing up. I'm like, dude, you're like, we're good. Talk about hospitality and service. You know, and so I kept going back and forth between the field and the hospitality suite. And you know me. So, like, I do the same thing at Lake Elsinore. Like, there's always the person at the top. You go up the escalator or you go up the top of the, in this area, there's always a lady there playing guard. Yeah. And, you know, they see your, they see your credential and they're like, fine. They leave, you, they leave you be. But me, I'm like, you okay? You doing all right? Did you need anything? Like, no, I'm fine. I go back down. I come back up. You, you, you're like, I was being Steve. Like, are you okay? You need something? I get you a soda pop. I mean, we got free swag. Like, there's free stuff in there. And it's like, no, I'm okay. Like, you're good. Um, somewhere that, somewhere she's telling the story about this guy, Donovan. I wouldn't be surprised. If, like, yeah, this one guy kept asking me if I was okay. Later on, she's finally like, thanks for checking on me. I'm like, I just, I'm, I'm in the hospitality industry if you myself. walked by and she was passed out from heat exhaustion you would have had that on your soul for the rest of your life right you, right. you could have offered her a water but i still feel the same way because the same ladies sit up you know they trade off uh, at lake elsinore but there's one lady and like literally there's me and that's it like usually on a tuesday night when i go up there's no one there and so no one's in the suite it's just me i'm like hey you, i'm going down do you need anything want a sweater like no i'm fine but I just I, I like to be of service, so I, uh, I I do that, and it's kind of weird. So, but the hospitality suite was really, like I said, is really nice. Um, we had a blast at the game. I went down. I need to take a photography class because I have a camera that works really well, and I have my little single pod, the like uni uni tripod unipod. Where it's just a whole, like, just like all the other professional guys, mm -hmm. um, but my pictures don't come out nearly as good as theirs, man. I got some good ones, I got some good stuff, but I just can't. I'm not that good yet. So I took a ton of pictures, and you know, a lot of them are like there's a lot we call digital noise. I, I know somebody who's sitting pretty close to me right now who knows quite a bit about that exact same camera. We need to talk about that. Um, so what I didn't find out till later was uh, someone I follow on. Um, Someone, Estuary Ruiz's agent, who's an agent for several Padre players. Um, I can't remember his name, but on Instagram, he's MLB agent, MLB underscore agent. And he was in attendance. And he, uh, who else was in attendance? Was El Cordy. Do you know who El Cordy is? Yeah. Franchi Cordero. Yes! Oh. And when I saw the picture in... in Estrue Ruiz hits a bomb. So this kid comes up later on. He's throwing 98. I'm just throwing BBs. And El Pokey comes up because that's his name on Instagram. Uh, Estrue Ruiz. El Pokey, yeah. Crushes this ball. And it, like it, my ears popped. It was so loud. And we were so close. Crack. But in the Instagram quote, in the video, you see him go, I told, and he tagged him, El Corey, that he was going to hit one here. Oh. And sure enough, he hit one. Oh, I love that. It was the only run of the game for the South Side. He's a little bit cocky. Yeah. I well, like it's it. his guy. And so later on, you see, in that the kind of couple-day span, um, Ruiz went to the office. Uh, Wasserman, I think Wasserman. Yeah, Wasserman. Wasserman, uh, whatever. Uh, media grow just, that's the guy. Um, Rafa but, Nieves? Yes. So, I... I was like, oh, dude, you were there. I would love to say at least a hello because he's been to like, uh, he's been to like uh, Las Vegas. Sorry. And went, we were just there last week. He's like, you got to come back. I'm like, I think I just made a connection. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> he, he, he messaged, you know, he, he answers back on a vine on a picture from Instagram and all of a sudden like, I'm going to book him. 
That'd be a good book. Well, you know, I mean, Angela's gotten to know Fran Milrea's agent, Jeff Heinrichsen. Yeah. And I, I don't mean to let a secret out. Yeah, yeah she's and so in with the in crowd. yeah, and so like we've met up with him in a ballpark of, at the at at Petco Park a few yeah. times. Super nice, personable yeah. guy. He's invited us out. I mean, we haven't had the time to go out, but I'm sure we could go out and you know have something to eat, something to drink after a game with him. And you never know where that's going to lead. I mean, right. not that I'm trying to get anywhere, but it's just need to make connections. Well, not only that, it would be great to have to interview a a, a professional player agent. Oh like, yeah. What is your day to day like? Do you like just go in the office and go check box scores, or do you like? I, there's a ton of stuff there, but I'm getting way ahead of myself. But and that's <laughs> maybe in the future when I we have to talk about who we're going to interview in the off season or even during the season. Oh yeah, um, that's definitely a side that we haven't touched on we at have, all. We have not the player representation side. Um, but he was there. I'm like, damn, I would have been nice to say hello. But I did end up talking to Kyle Glazer. Um, Baseball America Baseball America's Kyle Glazer Friend of the podcast And mm-hmm. I was like I'm like Hey Donovan Jones Fresno from Hey how's it going Hey have you guys got anyone I'm like Yeah we got Luis Camposano I was like Yeah how was that I'm like It went really well um, And I'm like Hey so I went back And listened to her Like I come back And I thank you so much For coming on the podcast First of all Second of all Did he remember He, he did He's like I'm like Dude I, I It was like our second interview And like I was so bad Like you were fine, Roy. Like, I was like, after you got off, I was like, Wah! Well, but that was the one where I had to call in because yeah. I was at work. And so yeah. I stepped out and sat in my car yeah. and, like, three-way called that thing, which is kind of different from sitting here together doing it. And he's like, dude, don't worry. Like, when I first started out, like, my interviews were horrible, too. But it was still cool to kind of put a face to a name and, like, put, you know, shake his hand. And, you know, I'm wearing my fresh in the front T-shirt, polo shirt. <laughs> um, and that was kind of cool. Anyone else? I didn't really talk to anyone else. Um, I was in the camera well most of the game, uh, just getting that trigger time with the camera well, which, come to find out, the first base side of that game was very dangerous. Like, the catcher, the bullpen is in the field, you know, is in the foul pulse, uh, foul section of the field. And, like, everyone's well here. It's like, I'm taking pictures of sitting this ball goes, pew! Oh, because one got by the catcher. Pew! Like, five got by the guy. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. And couple times they had to stop the game because it would ricochet off like the you know in front of the uh, dugout yeah and go out into the field oh my gosh or, if i if i was a bullpen catcher i would be petrified of that it's like i cannot let the ball get out of my control yeah and then the guy that's watching them has his back turned to them so like <laughs> that, that guy must have been a little scared but it was that was kind of cool in the camera wheel hanging out with all the photographers um gail from Prospects fifteen hundred. Yeah. Uh, at baseball gale. At baseball uh, baseball gal. I was at baseball gal. Baseball, baseball gal. Yeah, I saw she posted a ton of pictures. Yeah, she was there. We hung out. Um, actually, the actually the intern from the Padres. She hung out. Dominic. Uh, Matt had just gotten back. Shout out to Matt. Matt was in in uh, Australia for two weeks or for a week. Oh, good for her. And had been back two days when they had the All Star game. So he's like, no, Donald, uh, Dominic's going up. So hanging out with Dominic all day was really cool. I should have wore sunscreen. It was really hot. But it was just a blast. And it was weird. We'll get to the interviews here in a minute, guys. But it was just awkward timing. Like They went out and did their autograph session. We took a bunch of pictures. And after that, you know, they shuffled them all into the, into the clubhouse where you don't want to go to the clubhouse and bug people. I actually ended up asking one of the coaches, like, hey, is it okay if we go in there and talk to some guy? And he's like, Nah, not really a good time. 
I guess everyone talks after the game, but I had to work the next day. I stayed till like eight, eight. I was there eight and two thirds. Finally, I'm like, dude, I gotta go. Like, I have to get to bed. Yeah. I got home at midnight and woke up at six to go to work, um, which wasn't too bad, but I was still kind of buzzed from the whole experience. So I didn't go to bed till past way past midnight. Um, just a blast. And you know, he just messaged me today. He's like, dude, if you whenever you want to come up, just let me know. I'm like, well, I saved my pass from this last weekend, so absolutely. And it's only it's a it's a quick two hour drive. It is a quick two hour drive. If you go when there's no traffic, um, we made it up there in no time. Um, even, Sounds like a nice ballpark. I want to check it out. It's a really it, it's a really nice ballpark. Um, they have the concourse behind the stadium, you know, where all the food is and all the kind of th- different things are. It was really cool, and they. Um, they inaugurated Raleigh Fingers into the Cali League Hall of Fame. Oh, congrats. Oh, I saw that he was going to be there doing autographs. So yeah. congratulations, Raleigh Fingers. On being inducted into the Cali League Hall of Fame a solid decade and a half after he was <laughs> 92. I think he went to the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. I saw an interesting article today, complete non sequitur, but you mentioned Raleigh Fingers. When he was with the A's... And the baseball, they'd just gotten rid of the reserve clause. And so free agency was going to happen that next year. Charlie Finley, the owner of the A's, decided that he wanted to sell off all the players of any value that he was going to lose to free agency. So it was the middle of the year. He worked out a trade with Boston to send Raleigh Fingers and somebody else. And like two days later, the trade got canceled by the commissioner's office. Interesting. Yeah, it was a really strange way. Like what would have happened if Raleigh Fingers had gone to... Boston and been there for the second half of the seventies. That would have been weird. Would have been totally different. Instead, he wound up signing with the with the. I think you signed with the Padres. Yeah. as a free agent after that season. Yeah. So anyway, so I we only got to talk to Campy. Uh, today's Friday. Tomorrow, I'm going to go up there do all my interviews. Going to be Elliot Ashbeck. Going to get Caleb Bowsley. Going to get Mac. Uh, Going to get um, Robbie Podorsky. And. So all the guys that were in the All-Star game that you didn't get a chance to talk to. Exactly. And um, maybe, as like, once again, I'm still trying to figure this stuff out. So I don't think anyone else really got any time with them until after the game. Mm-hmm. And then after the game, I mean, Steve, even before before he left, he's like, all right, dudes, I got to go set up for the post-game party. Thank you for showing up. Do you guys need anything? I'm like, <laughs> we're good today. I think we've got, uh, hey, how about a pulled pork sandwich? I'm kidding. No, um, he just said, hey, I got to go. I'm going to do my thing. Thank you guys so much for showing up. Um, just a fantastic organization. And and just me looking around and watching everyone, uh, they're, you know, they're to their ushers, to the people working with him um, and their headsets, just they, they put on an excellent show. The baseball field is nice, very well done, very nice ballpark. I'm not saying anything about anything else, but the, the grass was very green. It was a clean ballpark, a good time, and uh, yeah, that's it. So you guys check out these interviews. I have a bunch of funky questions. Maybe I'll even add a couple more funkier questions, but I'm going to go up there tomorrow and get those interviews. And then after that, I'm going to patch them all together, and we're going to publish this uh, yeah. this podcast. Absolutely. Uh, so I am busy this week with my work schedule. It's going to be crazy. I hope uh, you're getting some overtime. No, no, I'm salaried, but it's just I work uh, a later shift. I work a mid-shift, so you don't want to have me come over at like 8 o'clock at night, right, and do a episode? No, uh, probably not. Yeah, exactly. Baseball so, never 
it this never, is true. This is true. It never ends. But podcasting has its limits, <laughs> and you have your boundaries. So um, we'll probably wait till next week. <laughs> All right. Well, until then, uh, listen to these uh, fantastic interviews that Donovan put together for us. Cool. And then go Padres. Go Padres. We're here with Luis Campusano, uh, the catcher for the High A All Star team. Luis, how does it feel to be an All Star? It's an honor. Um, very uh, enjoyable to be out here, and I'm uh, looking forward to playing in the game. Excellent. You're catching uh, McKenzie's bullpen. He's just staying loose. Yeah, he's not going to pitch, you know? Uh, I don't believe so. But yeah, he's just, you know, getting his work in. You know, whether he's pitching or not, he's always doing that. So it's always fun to be around somebody who's uh, always taking their work serious. Absolutely. Hey, so yeah, you finally healthy you're forced at the plate coach Tarasco says you uh you go through with mean intentions is that your approach up there yeah uh I think anything I do on the field is always uh very aggressive you know that's just uh just who I am um but sometimes I gotta kind of you know take my uh foot off the pedal a little bit you know just know that everything I'm doing is not always just baseball you know just uh, you know, act like a more of a professional um but same time, you know, when I'm playing the game, you know, play it how I know how to play it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you guys had a dinner last night. You, uh, you, you guys crushed Pizza Hut. Was it pizza? Uh, I don't know. I, I, was, I had some family members um, out here, so I, uh, I hadn't seen them since I left. So I just wanted to spend the day with them, you know. So, um, but I did hear you know there was some pizza out there. You know, I was by I think some guys stayed for no more than an hour. So I mean. You know, I was, I was just looking forward to just, you know, seeing my family, my mom and dad. That's so cool. That's cool. Yeah, I had a quick question. So one of the things that really has kind of impressed me about you this year is you're walking a ton, striking out, like, hardly at all. Um, I think I like what you said, that you have kind of an aggressive, like, do things with me intentions. Like, at the plate, are you just trying to be selectively aggressive? What are you doing to kind of put uh, the numbers you put up? Um, you know, I just... Well, I think the difference is uh, same mentality, you know, just different positions to, to hit and to put myself in a good position and, you know, hit the ball. Uh, you know, always hit the ball hard, I believe, but just, you know, trying to put a little bit off in my swing. Um, but, yeah, just going up there and being aggressive and looking for yeah. high meters. Yeah, and, like, yeah, kind of also what you don't with the pitching staff. I mean, like, Elson is leading the league in most of the pitching categories. You know, Elson, do you take almost as much pride in that as you do with, like, your offensive numbers? Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, you know, but, uh, Catching is a priority for me. Um, you know, hitting is a plus for me. You know, if I can do it, I can do it. But if not, you know, as long as I know that I can uh, help my, my pitcher, you know, have a good game and, you know, uh, win the ball game, you know, I did a good job at the end of the day. So, And when you look at, like, kind of offensive numbers, I mean, you've, you've been, in my opinion, I would say you're the MVP of the league, not to you know, knows anything, but you've just been unreal. Um, what do you think has been the biggest, like, improvement you made over, the, like, the first half of this year? Uh, like I said, our position to hit, position to hit, uh, staying aggressive, um, knowing what I can do with some of the pitches uh, that some pitchers give me, uh, picking and choosing some uh, my my bats. You know, I can't go up there every time thinking that I'm gonna you know hit the ball as hard as I can off every pitcher because like every at bat, some of them aren't comfortable enough to do that. But um, you know, just you know, I worked with our uh, hitting coach Doug Banks. Um, you know, we. Worked in offseason a little bit, um, just being in a better position to hit and put backspins, uh, you know, off off the baseball and you know driving them, um, you know, using uh, you know my tools the as best as I can. Still, you know, trying to do that. Yeah. Sweet. All right, let's have some fun. Are you superstitious? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are some of the rituals? 
chips away every day. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that pregame or that postgame was. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I eat. So I'm, I always, I'm always loaded with like chips away, family size, party size actually, and I eat about two rows a day. Uh, that's fantastic. I eat, like before the game and like before I go to bed. So I, I don't know. That's just been kind of a thing for me. Uh, I've just been. Like last year, it was like Oreos and mixed with like Chips Ahoy. Um, and then the high school, yeah. And so right. in high school, it was always like I gotta have my Hubba Bubba. You know? so, <laughs> That's classic. Uh, it was just something I just kind of mess around with, you know, just seeing what you know what goes well for me. But yeah, just Chips Ahoy. Okay, has anyone on the team played you in ping pong? I haven't been able to play ping pong this season. We don't have a ping pong table at the uh, clubhouse. But last year, I mean. Uh, we got a bunch of guys. We, we even made like a tournament, um, you know, put group guys and play uh, each other like every other day. And, you know, we just, you know, whoever wins, wins, plays the uh, championship game. But we never got to it because uh, everybody just was just starting to just play for fun. Right, right. Everybody was really taking it serious. But I mean, I'm all about the ping pong. I love ping pong. <laughs> I had, I'd, I'd, I'd messaged her and talked to your mom and she gave me some of these, uh, some of these ideas. So um, one more, and this is mine. Other than a dog or a cat, what pet would you have? A dog, for sure. Well, other than a cat or a dog? Oh, other than a cat or a dog? Uh, monkey? Monkey, nice. Like a chimp or a spider? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, something that's just going to keep you entertained. <laughs> I go with the chimp. Yeah. All right, thanks. Uh, I appreciate it. I just got one more. Like, yeah. Just the second half, like, what are you looking to keep, keep doing? Any goals you have set up? Um, yeah. Um, just kind of not being too too great. Like I said earlier, you know, I'm very aggressive. You know, when I'm playing baseball, you know, when I'm up to play, you know, um, and just trying to have that steady heartbeat. You know, continue to have that steady heartbeat. And, you know, not little things get to me. You know, I can be very emotional sometimes, but you know, it's just who I am. But you know, just just trying to you know learn something new every day, and you know, continue continuing to you know uh, do my routines. Um, and you know that's that's it. I think if I continue to do that and also stay healthy, you know, um, I think good things will happen for me. So, you know, yeah, for sure. Man. Appreciate your time. Absolutely. We're here with Caleb Bowsley. Uh, congratulations on your All-Star selection. How's it make you feel? Um, it was cool. I I uh, found out Monday morning before the All-Star game <laughs> that I was selected, but uh, it was so cool to be there, and uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Excellent. So, uh, it's just second. This is your first, your first All Star selection, right? Yep. Then you come into the game, you give up a single against a pretty serious lineup. You got out of that pretty good. How'd you feel pitching? Uh, I felt really good. Um, I mean, you just try to go out there and and compete. You know, you're facing a lot of guys who have been successful for the first half of the season. So. Um, I'm glad I got out of there putting up a zero, uh, but it, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a pretty serious lineup. Um, all right, so I saw you batting, hitting batting practice. Um, did Coach have any tips for you there? <laughs> um, pretty much just try not to pop the ball up, uh, <laughs> and I struggle with that even. So the swing needs work. Well, that's okay. You're not <laughs> you know, I asked Pete, I'm like, hey, did, I, did they win a bet or something like that? They're like, no, they're, just, they, they're starters. They need to get out there and do it. So you do. You start sometimes, and you and you're in the bullpen sometimes. What, what do you prefer? Um, honestly, I, I mean, I, I started pretty much my whole career coming into pro ball, and then last year I went to the bullpen, and 
now I just I don't really mind. I, I like both of them. Uh, they both are different in their own way. So just whenever they give me the ball, you do what you got to do. Game time. Nice. All right, let's have some fun. Uh, let's see. Celebrity crush. Celebrity crush. Um, I got Jordan Guerrero here on his left, and he's laughing too. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with uh, Anna Kendrick from Pitch Perfect. Huh? Okay, there it is. Anna Kendrick. Most famous person you've ever met? Uh, Raleigh Fingers, probably. Uh, I met him. Uh, you met him on Tuesday. On Tuesday, I was uh, I was in the elevator with him, just me and Raleigh Fingers, and he introduced himself to me. He's like, "Yeah, I'm Raleigh Fingers." I'm like, "Yeah, I know who you are." <laughs> did he ask for your autograph? He did not. <laughs> did you ask for his? I did. I was too scared. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay, are you superstitious? Uh, no, no, I am not. No. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Other than a cat or a dog, what pet would you have? Oh man. Um, I'd probably go with like a parrot or something, a talking bird. That would be that'd be interesting. Okay, what would you teach it to say? Maybe something about Pete Zamora, like you kidding me? It up. Yeah, <laughs> Pete says you kid me about five hundred times a day, so I'd teach my parrot to say that. Uh, okay. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> okay, so here's your chance because he told me the story about going to the mound and. Uh, Telling you that to speed it up because there were pretty girls in the uh, in the stands in the Arizona League, mind you. So I yeah. think you might have been exaggerating about the having girls in the uh, in the stands. But is there a funny story you could tell me or something? Kind of you want to maybe get even with Pete? Uh, something you know, G rated, obviously, just for the podcast. Well, let me elaborate on the Pete story a little bit. So uh, my first year, I started in the AZL, and my tempo in college was it was snail pace. I was very slow. And when we got to Arizona, like the first thing they taught us was tempo. Like we were going to beat teams by having a better tempo than them. And that game, I was pitching like crap and my tempo was bad. I went back to what I always did and Pete came out. And it was not a feel-good speech at all. It was, you need to speed it up. You're putting everybody asleep. And ter- pretty much turned around and walked away and left it at that. And I was standing there like, all right, well, I guess I suck today. And... That was it. I told Pete it stuck with me ever since he told me that. Nice. Okay, nothing to get back at him? No, I got nothing on Zamel. I got yeah. nothing. Yeah, coaches will do that for you. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Caleb. All right, thank you. Okay, we're here with Elliot Ashback, your second All-Star selection. So 2019 Cali League All-Star selection. Were you an All-Star last year in the Cali League? Oh, yeah. Nice. First, let's go off and let's talk about last week. The 15 strikeouts. Um, you know, I was on Twitter and I saw minor league baseball tweeted the National Weather Service um, declared Elliot Aspect a superstorm. Yeah. And I took him for serious. Uh, what did you have working that night? Um, so I, they're a basketball hitting team. Um, and I'm able to spend two different breaking balls, and that day they both happened to be on pretty good. And, Throwing a ton of strikes and, uh, you know, was able to land them early and then bury them in the dirt late and, you know, keep them off balance. And, you know, and then when I kind of got them leaning, breaking ball, I was able to sneak some fastballs by them and even had some good changeups going to left-hander. So, you know, I was throwing all four pitches for strikes and early and often. And, you know, for a team like Rancho who loves to 
sit heater and hit heaters for doubles and homers, I think I was just able to really go the complete opposite of their game plan, and it worked out pretty well. Yeah, Dodger organization, they always treat hunt the fastball. Uh, always teach hunt the fastball. So this is your second all-star team. Uh, tell me about being selected and how that makes you feel. I mean, it's good, you know. It's, so I broke in double A and having to get sent here after opening day because of the roster crunch when we claimed Whistler at the big league level and he's out of options, so therefore it created a trickle down and I happened to be the odd man out. So, you know, it was disappointing at first, um, but, you know, there's nothing you can do but, you know, keep getting guys out and, and keep trying to move forward. And it was a little out of sync in the month of April. Walks were uncharacteristically high for me, uh, you know. I don't have the most overpowering stuff, so I take pride on not beating myself and and uh, not issuing free passes. So those were a little high early on, but I feel like I've gotten some things ironed out and have been filling up the zone a lot better of late and you know, kind of filling in here in the rotation for now. Um, and I guess that's probably not a permanent thing, but you never know. Um, I've done it before in college and a little bit in pro ball, so it's not too foreign for me and just trying to get guys out. So, you know, it felt good to get the all-star nod. And, you know, it's never a bad thing, so it was good. No, so that's a good question. You, you Sometimes you start, sometimes you come in the bullpen. Which do you prefer? Um, honestly, I don't have a great deal of preference. Uh, the one thing I like about the bullpen is if you do have a tough outing, you get to come back two or three days later and you don't have to sit on it for so long. Um, but... At the same time, the routine of a starter is nice. You kind of, you know, get into that every six day and build on a routine pretty good. So, all right, let's have some fun. We'll get, uh, we'll get you going here. Uh, are you superstitious? A little bit. What are your rituals? I don't have a ton. Um, it's just, you know, kind of my activation routine, how I foam roll, how I, you know, get ready for every day. But as far as like putting one shoe on instead of the other first, no, nothing crazy. Like <laughs> You're not tying the right shoe first or anything. Yeah. Celebrity crush. Uh, Margot Robbie. You ever been to the Casey Buffet across the freeway here? I have not. Okay. <laughs> I always ask that question. Okay, baseball references, you've had one at, at, you bat, you throw right, but bat left. And you've had one at bat in the minors. Yep. Can you take us through that at bat? Uh, yeah, so it was in double A at the end of last year. Um, I think Paddock was pitching, and he was on a pitch count. So he got done, I want to say, like maybe got pulled after like four and two-thirds or something, or five and two-thirds, whatever it was. So I came in and finished the inning and was going to go back out, and obviously we were playing Tulsa or Springfield because those are the only two teams you hit against. And so I was up like second the next inning, and, well, he just told me that, you know, if, if he gets on, you're bunny. If not... Just trying to get you know have fun, trying to get hurt or whatever. And I hit in college for all three years, so it wasn't too foreign. He happened to get on, and it was a right-handed pitcher who wasn't you know throwing low nineties, so it wasn't anything anything I hadn't seen before. You know, hitting in college, and so got the bunt down on the second pitch. So it was good. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, other than a cat or a dog, oh, so if you had a walk-up song, what would your walk-up song be? Well, here it's "Levels" by Avicii. By Avicii. Okay. If you. Uh, Besides a cat or a dog, what pet would you have? Uh, maybe a turtle. I feel like they're low maintenance. It's <laughs> a great answer. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what's the most irrelevant thing a pitching coach has told you on a mound visit? Irrelevant? Well, I haven't had too many, like, completely irrelevant. You know, usually it's something very simple. I know there was one time last year where I'd kind of lost the zone. I think walked three guys in an inning and the bases were loaded. And, 
you know, like I said, I take pride and have a pretty good track record of not issuing free passes. And Zamo came out and was just kind of like, hey, you've been doing this your whole life. Just, you know, stop thinking so much, just throw it over the plate. And punch the next two guys out, and away we went. It was amazing when you simplify things, how much easier it can become sometimes. So that's probably it. All right, cool. Keep it yeah. simple. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Ellie. I appreciate you coming appreciate on. It. Well, we're here with Estuary Ruiz, uh, 2019 Cali League All-Star. Uh, congratulations. How does it make it feel to be an All-Star? Bueno, me siento muy bien porque fue la primera vez que pude estar en un All-Star Game y me dije que me lo iba a disfrutar y eso fue lo que hice. That it felt really good. He had told himself that he was going to enjoy it. It was his first time being All-Star and being part of the All-Star Game. And that's exactly what he did. He went out there and enjoyed it. Did you, uh, how'd you guys get up there? Did, who drove up to, up to San Bernardino? ¿Quién manejó hasta allá? Pusieron una, una persona aquí, nos, nos dieron una persona que nos llevara en una van y eso. Limousine? Yeah, no limousine. Limousine. It was just a van. It was just someone a van. here, yeah, they hired someone to drive them up there in the van. Okay, I thought maybe you guys carpooled up there. Um. You were responsible for the only home run. God, that ball was crushed. I uh, hit 98. How does that feel? Se siento muy bien eso. Me mantuve trabajando. Ya le había cogido varios turnos a ese piche antes de ese juego. Y yo más o menos tenía una idea de lo que él podía tirarme. Y le fui a buscar un buen picheo para poder conectarle un buen matazo. It felt really good. He had already, you know, been looking at some film and he had already gotten some good hacks at that pitcher. So he was kind of, you know, testing the water, seeing what he was going to throw at him. And he was just going out there to look for that right pitch, which he knew he had hit in the past. And uh, he prepared himself and that's when he just hit it off. I didn't do that in front of your agent. Uh, Accordy was there. Um, the bat flip. He, he crushed his ball. And then flipped a bat. How cool was that? Bueno, eso eso no se no se no se busca. Eso sale solo por la emoción del juego y la emoción del batazo en ese momento. It's not that you're out there looking for it. Uh, that it just comes natural from the emotions of the big at bat that he had. Uh, it just came natural, and that's just it was his emotions flowing through the body. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved it. I loved it. Um, so. On, on Instagram, El Pokey, what does is, what is El Pokey mean? Eso, eso era un pelotero que había aquí en San Diego en año pasado y eso, y yo tuve un manager que lo pudo ver jugar a él y me dijo que yo me parecía mucho a él y por eso me puso ese apodo. Uh, it was a baseball player that used to play here in San Diego last year. And he had a manager, like a team manager, that came up and saw that player um, play. And he went back and told him, you play a lot like him. You look a lot like your games are pretty similar. So he decided to nickname himself that. Just like that. What, a player from San Diego. What is it? What does El Pokey mean? Nada más es un apodo. Él no tenía nada. It's just a nickname okay. that they put. My nickname is Pescado. <laughs> <laughs> um... Are you superstitious? No, no, yo no creo en eso. Yo creo en el trabajo fuerte y creo en Dios solamente. 
he doesn't believe in superstitions. He just believes in hard work and in God and putting all that to Okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Um, okay, let's have some fun. Celebrity crush. Farina. Is una cantante or it's just a singer, Farina. Farina, okay, all right, all right. Other than a dog or a cat, what pet would you have? Si no tuviera un perro un gato, ¿qué tipo de mascota tuviera? ¿Qué tipo de mascota tuviera si no era un perro o un gato? Monos y... Iguana, no sé, I don't know. Un guepardo. ¿Un qué? Un guepardo, son rápidos. Oh, los leopardos, ajá. A leopard. A leopard, that's that's, that is awesome. Okay, Um, thank you very much, Estuve, I really appreciate it. Yeah, bud. Real Gabriel Arias, thanks, uh, Gabe. Thanks for taking the time to uh, to speak to us here. Uh, congratulations on being uh, named an All Star. Uh, what does that mean to you? Este que felicidades por ser un All Star y qué significó eso para usted? Bueno, para mí eso significó mucho porque yo para mí una de mis metas este año era lograr ese primer juego en juego de estrella para mí y gracias a Dios tuve mi primer juego de estrella en mi carrera. It meant a lot to him because it was one of the goals that he had set for himself this year. He had said that he was going to make it to an All-Star game and it was his first time being nominated to be an All-Star and to actually make it. Um, he was like a goal reached. Nice. So do you have any uh, any second half goals for yourself? En esta segunda parte, ¿usted también ha se ha puesto metas o algo que quiere usted trabajar o mejorar? Bueno, mi meta ha sido igual que la primera. Uh, he said they're the same goals as from the start, you know, work very hard every single day, play each one like it's the last one, and to finish off strong, get to the championship. Yeah, in the All-Star game, you got a, you hit, you hit a single, played really solid defense. That had to feel good, yeah? So, usted nada más dio un sencillo en el juego, pero su defensa estuvo estupendo. Se ha de haber sentido muy bien como se jugó. Bueno, yo, para mí ese juego, yo fui a salir como que, yo salí el juego como que si fuera un juego normal. Fui a divertirme y fue así, gracias a Dios, me fue muy bien ese día. He played it just like as if it was a regular game. You know, he went out there and just tried to have fun and enjoyed it, and that's what he did. And thank God he played well. Everything went really good. Good for him. Nice. How do you say fun in Spanish? Diversión. Fun. Uh-huh. Diversión. Diversión. Diversión tiempo. Uh-huh. Okay. Celebrity crush. ¿Quién usted piensa que es wow, super guapa, alguien famoso? <laughs> y no le vamos a decir a Paula. No, para mí no. Just his girlfriend. Ah. Uh, <laughs> mi um, Are you superstitious? Sí, este tiene también supersticiones, como le explicaba a Suri, que si usted cree en algo de que si usted hace esto, le va a traer mala suerte, o si hace esto, es para suerte para usted, usa los mismos calcetines. No, bueno, para mí yo lo que hago es creer en mí. Porque yo digo, porque si no creo en mí, yo digo que las cosas no van a salir bien como yo quiero que me salgan. Entonces eso es lo único que yo hago, creer en mí todos los días. Uh, he says no, that he's not superstitious. All he does is believe in himself and he 
oh, has always thought that if he doesn't believe in himself, then the things won't fall into place or it won't play out good. So that's what he does every single day. He believes in himself and plays his best. Nice. Uh, other than a dog or a cat, what pet would you have? Si no fuera un perro o un gato, ¿qué tipo de mascota usted quisiera tener? Yo digo que... Bueno, siempre me ha encantado tener un tigre. Okay. Pero tenerlo siempre que, de que sea chiquito para yo acostumbrarlo a mi manera y no sea un animal salvaje, sino que sea tranquilo y yo pueda compartir con él mucho tiempo. He's always wanted to have a tiger and he would want to have it since he was a cub so he can race it in his manners, you know, his way for it not to be a wild animal. He would treat it well and for him to be able to share time with him without, you know. <laughs> Being, being, being eaten. Okay, one more. Do you ever go to the KFC buffet, uh, yeah? No. No. <laughs> oh, that's very good. That's very good. Okay. Okay, I really appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate it, man. Well, here, Jordan Guerrero. Uh, Jordan, I just, you know, I was sitting down here waiting for uh, for Caleb and uh, Elliot, and you just came out, and I'm like, do you speak English? He's like, yeah. Um, how you doing? Doing well. How are you today? How's your season going so far? It's going good. Uh, first time in playing California. You know, I thought it was going to be 75 and sunny year-round, like guys make it seem, but uh, the first month here was freezing, then it was 105, and it was cold the other night, so feeling it out right now. You were, uh, and you were in spring training this year, right? So it was just ugly in the beginning of spring training. Yeah, yeah, spring training is fine. I expected it to be chilly, though, so there's nothing nothing against that, you know. So this year you're in six, uh, 16 games, 3-point ERA. Uh, well, first, for, tell me, what's your, what's, your, what's your weapons? What do you got? My weapons, uh, big fastball guys. I throw a fastball, a splitter, and a cutter. If you're sitting behind home plate, my cutter looks more like a slider, but I call it a cutter, and, you know, it's been working, so that's why I throw and you like you like the bullpen? Yeah, yeah, the bullpen's fun. I've pretty much been bullpen. I did one year in junior college at Polk State College in Winter Haven, and uh, I was in bullpen there. I had one start, and then uh, ever since pretty much my entire pro ball career, you know, I've been out of the bullpen. I had a few starts, but mainly bullpen guy. Right, so this is your this is your fourth year in your organization. Yeah, fourth year. Yeah, I spent time in Tri Cities in Fort Wayne last year. How was that? Yeah, it was good. I, I uh, spent too much time in Tri Cities. I've been there a couple years in a row, but Tri Cities is great. I got used to it, just knowing all the cities, all the all the road trips. So Tri Cities became the second home for a little while there. Uh, Fort Wayne's beautiful. The, the stadium there is really nice, but playing there in April and May, man, it's freezing. I talked about California, <laughs> but over there, it, it's freezing. It's, it's a whole different animal. First time seeing snow was a game I was pitching in, so yeah, so it was crazy. Oh, that's right. You're from Florida, right? Yeah, You're from yeah, Florida, Florida, and the family's from Dominican. Yeah. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah, and that's a true thing in Fort Wayne where, like, the ball doesn't, like, pitchers and hitters, they don't they don't heat up till at least, like, June or July. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was not fun. I know we had a lot of arguments. Oh, it's, it's harder for hitters to hit in the cold, and, well, it's harder for pitchers to pitch in the cold, and I think all together it just sucks playing in the cold. Yeah. <laughs> Well, being a Florida boy, you and me, a California boy, a San Diego boy, it's uh, it's nice to be here in California. Yeah, that's good. Sometimes, sometimes. Right. <laughs> it, was, it was cold for a little bit, but yeah, it's getting good now. Well, it's going to start getting really hot here, and yeah. it's going to be like, damn, I wish it was cold. Yeah, but that, that's fine. That's fine. I'd rather pitch when it's super hot than when it's super cold, let me tell you. Okay, we just had the All-Star break. Did you do anything fun? Did you bounce out of town? Um, well, I was supposed to go to Yosemite. National Park with uh, Caleb Bosley Monday morning, but then that same morning he had called to the All-Star game, so I ended up scratching that and just played 
a lot of video games in his chill. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> So cool, you know. Him and Ellie were hanging out, and, and uh, I didn't see you in the bull. You weren't hitting. Uh, you didn't get in the cage time today. Uh, no, starting pitchers. You know, they they treat them like little babies. They, they don't. They don't. They don't treat the bullpen guys right sometimes. Uh, he, no, no, I'm just kidding. He, yeah, he's, he, yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, the starters had their, their uh, BP chances. You know, because once you get the double A, you get the hit as a starter and all that. But I think bullpen guys are gonna get a chance here and there. So hopefully, you're here to watch watch some long balls. You know. Yeah. Uh, all right. I really appreciate you coming on. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, but thanks, Jordan.